0: hello everyone today I'm going to be talking about some strategies for eating while traveling so we are currently in Waikiki Hawaii which is probably my favorite place to visit any time of year and I don't know about you guys but when I'm traveling and you know I'm out of my routine I'm not cooking as much I don't have my go-to restaurants at home I find myself falling into, I don't want to say a trap, but kind of falling into, falling into the habit of being like, oh, well, you know, I'd really love an acai bowl, maybe some Mac nuts, oh, what about some ice cream, and like treat some different new foods that I wouldn't necessarily have at home regularly or things that, you know, we just have restaurants here which we really like. And I was like, oh, I really want to go eat there. And With anything and eating out, there's always going to be foods that are a little bit healthier than others, and that's just kind of how it goes. And I'm definitely a big believer in moderation and having really no food that is off limits. But that being said, I easily in the past have fallen into like vacation mode, which I like to call it, and that means like, oh, let's go for like an epic breakfast and then. You know, okay, let's have a really super delicious lunch and then maybe a snack before dinner and dessert after dinner or an ice cream on the way home. And before you know it, you've been eating like three or 4,000 calories a day for the entire duration of your vacation. And you come back home and you're like, I don't feel great. Maybe I've put on a couple pounds, but I mostly just don't feel great about my eating. And for me that's what's often led to getting home and being like, all right, I'm reining everything in. I'm, you know, not going to be eating this. I'm going to be sticking to salads. I'm going to add an extra hour of cardio every day. And all of a sudden you are back on some extreme plan where you can't eat in certain things and you have to do a lot of either cardio or workouts in order to, you know, quote unquote, make up for what you've done and eaten on vacation. And I think that's a really problematic cycle that a lot of us fall into. And I know I did that for years. And I didn't see anything wrong with it. And while I never want to make anyone feel bad for their choices and actions. I just know my choices and actions in the past had a negative impact on my mental and phys- physical well being when I would come back from vacation and return to reality. And that's I don't know it just it's not really a great way to get home ending your vacation is hard enough that you come back and you're kind of like crap this isn't great i don't feel great and now i'm like really unmotivated because i just don't feel good about all the things that happened over vacation and so some of the tips that i like to utilize when we are traveling is like intermittent fasting, for example. And if you're not sure what this is or how to do it, I do have a podcast specifically on this and the pros and cons to it, what you might find beneficial, and also some challenges as well. So definitely check that out. But intermittent fasting is definitely something that I utilize when we're traveling. And so, for example, um, last night we finished dinner, I want to say around 9 30. So my first meal of the day today was actually at about, well, it was just after one thirty, closer to two o'clock. So I fasted for just over sixteen hours. And then I had my lunch at what was that? I guess two something like I said. And then it's currently eight o'clock. I had a protein shake. Oh no, that is Pacific time. <laughs> um, it's six o'clock right now, so I had lunch at slash breakfast at two. And then I had a protein shake at about five. And we're going to go for dinner and probably an hour, hour and a half. And I'll let Klee be done eating at the similar time, say, nine o'clock. So I'm essentially eating all my meals in that eight hour window, which gives me a lot more flexibility. Because when I'm really only having two large meals, think about this, if I'm so, personally, I'm kind of working at maintenance calories now. I'm not trying to lose or gain weight. I'm just enjoying myself, enjoying my workouts, and enjoying food. And so, my maintenance calories are probably between, I'd say, 21 to 2200. And that essentially means that if I'm having two large meals a day, especially while traveling, that each meal can essentially be a thousand calories. So, a thousand calories for Brunch or breakfast, lunch, and then a thousand calories for dinner. Obviously, if you're going to split that up into say two meals and a snack, then they could be 800 for your first meal, 800 for your second meal, and 400 for a snack somewhere in between, give or take, you know, a little bit more from day to day. So, I find the intermittent fasting really helps me to moderate my calorie intake. And apart from that, making sure that when I am eating, um I'm really focusing on my hunger levels. And this is something that over the I'd say two, two and a half years I've really, really focused on. And it still continues to be challenging to me, especially on vacation, because I wake up and I'm like, ooh, I could go for an a bowl right now with some like coconuts and pineapple and yeah, that'd be so delicious. But then I'm like, okay that's fine. There's nothing wrong with eating that Nikki. But are you hungry? And oftentimes, the answer is no. And so that's when I think I get into some trouble with overeating and overdoing my calorie intake just because I'm like, oh, something's delicious, and I want to eat it. So what I do focus on instead is how hungry am I? And if I'm not truly hungry, and you know, I'm still fasting, then what I will say is, okay, that sounds really great. But why don't you just wait and save that for your very first meal. So when you break your fast at, you know, one or two o'clock, or whatever time it is that you would choose, why not have that one thing. And when it comes to treats and delicious things when traveling, I think that if there's nothing I want to say there's nothing wrong with trying new things. Absolutely. I think that's super important. But I will say that I think just like when you are eating out at home, it is really important to be more selective. And that means, well, I sometimes get into that habit of like, I'm on vacation, I'm gonna have ice cream every single day. And I don't even always want ice cream every single day. But it's that vacation mentality. That's like, Oh, why not just get it? You like it? I'm sure you'll enjoy it, Nikki. And Yeah, I mean, I probably will enjoy but if you're not actually craving something, you don't actually want something, or you're not truly like interested in, what's the point. And so being more selective with your calories and what you choose to eat can be really helpful. And for example, in Hawaii, will I use a lot more of my calories for local food and things like that? Absolutely. Am I going to, you know. I don't know what would be something that wouldn't be great here like am I gonna go have like Tex-Mex food here probably not I could get that much better somewhere else and so I am selective about what I choose to eat because I think between your cravings and being selective it's a lot easier to actually enjoy yourself and so we I had a photo shoot a couple days ago and I was just trying to be really careful with my food, not for any like weight loss reasons, but because I do find sometimes when I travel and I have new foods or things that I don't prepare myself, some foods don't always sit very well with me, which means that I can end up bloated or uncomfortable. And that's just what I really wanted to avoid before a photo shoot. So I was being really diligent with my choices prior to um, the shoot. And that mindfulness generally means I was eating a lot more simple, but really healthful things, which is great. I have no issue with doing that. But we went to a food court the other day and they had like, it was like a food hall where they have lots of different restaurants and you can choose, you know, between Mexican and pizza and health bowls and um, acai bowls and pizza and chicken strips and all these kinds of things. And I was like, Ooh, we should definitely do that. And so between the two of us, we shared um, what did we share? We we got some like chips and salsa and guac, we got some tacos, chicken strips, a slice of pizza, and we just shared a bunch of things. So I ended up with one taco, a super greasy fried chicken strip, um, yeah, half the pizza and a bunch of chips and salsa. And so it wasn't that I had a huge physical amount of food. Was it calorie dense? Yes. Did it taste pretty delicious at the time? Absolutely. Do I regret it? Not at all. But did I feel my best after eating it? No. I definitely noticed since I am more selective about how I eat. I feel so much better. I have more energy. I'm not lethargic after meals. I don't just want to like go and take a nap or, you know, have that kind of like feeling of like I don't need to eat anymore. And that's kind of how I felt after that meal where I was like, oh my gosh. I think it's just like sitting in my stomach and I don't feel super pleased with how, you know, that's sitting there and how I'm feeling. And it has nothing to do with guilt. It's just a matter of how certain foods impact your overall physical well being. And so I think, depending how you eat at home it can also be really beneficial to not just like throw all those healthy habits out the window. But to, you know, keep a lot of those things in mind, like prioritizing protein, really making sure you're staying hydrated, being active, you know, getting your fruits and veggies and all those things definitely are positive And are habits that are great to, you know, focus on no matter whether you're on vacation, or you're at home. And so yeah, just keeping an eye on you know, Yes, it's great to have that. It's delicious to have that. But maybe you can have a smaller portion, share it with a friend, um, order the kid size, whatever it is, so you can enjoy something, but not have to eat so much where you're like, Ugh, I'm like in a food coma and just not feeling so great. So yes, definitely just being selective about what you're eating is a big one too. Apart from that, we don't have a gym here. The gym here in Waikiki actually closed a couple years ago. So we are, yeah, gymless. But I did go to the park today, I brought my resistance bands, I got a workout in. Um, So staying active is a really important part of travel for me. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean going to a gym. If I am away longer, I absolutely will find somewhere where I can get um, a drop in or, you know, a month pass. And just bringing my own things like resistance bands, resistance loops, um, sliders, and just doing body weight things, even with like water bottles or whatever it is, getting creative. So staying active with regards to specific workouts, but also just daily steps. So on vacation, my daily step minimum is 10,000. So I think yesterday I was at about 17k. But on average, I'd say like 12 to 15 is pretty normal for me. And just making sure that I'm keeping that up throw out is really important to me. And like I said before, hydration, I know a lot of people, myself included, when I'm out of my routine, and not going to the gym, I don't hydrate as much. And that doesn't necessarily make me feel great. I get more headaches, I get more sluggish, bowel movements can be not as regular. And all of those things are things that you want to avoid. So definitely making sure you're going out of your way to either start your day by having You know, one or two big glasses of water, bringing a refillable water bottle with you, any of those kinds of things, or having even something simple like a water drinking reminder app on your phone to, you know, be that really annoying thing that's like, hey, did you drink your water today? All of those things are really helpful. And overall, especially if you are traveling anywhere where you are going a further distance, I don't know about you, but jet lag for me can be pretty bad depending on how far we go, but hydration actually does make a difference for me at least. So something just to keep in mind. As for travel, don't forget, it is important to enjoy yourself. It is important to try new things and not feel like you can't go out to eat. Try, you know, local delicacies or anything like that. You absolutely, first and foremost, should be focusing on your relationship with food there is no sense in feeling guilt about anything that you're doing instead like i've said focus on healthy habits portion sizes sharing you know being selective about what you choose to consume and enjoy yourself you i know sometimes i get caught up in the like oh i have to do all that i can possibly do in order to maintain my progress and results and that really isn't true i have been working out now for I'd say four and a half years, four years, something like that. And I know from time and experience, (laughs) even though it is sometimes hard to believe this, that you are not going to undo all your hard work and progress over, you know, five to 10 days. It really just isn't going to happen. Even if you don't go to the gym, even if you don't get 10,000 steps a day or make the best choices, you are not going to undo years and months of hard work and effort. But I will say it can be really helpful to think about what got you started in the first place when you're traveling. Because I think if you are throwing everything that you've done to get you to where you are today, you're going to come home and really struggle to get back into your healthy habits, your routine, and what you initially got you started might feel, you might feel like you're starting back at 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 zero depending on how long you're traveling for so mindfulness all of those things will take you much further in, in your travels than you will potentially realize but please enjoy yourselves and make sure that you are not stressing too much or feeling guilty at all for enjoying yourself you work hard you eat well you've got a lot of positive things going for you so make sure to yeah enjoy yourself all right end of story. I'm going to stop rambling. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. so You don't miss any episodes. If you would like to get in touch or follow me, you can do so on Instagram at justget.fit. Or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit. Thanks so much.